Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. Available inventory of homes for sale is on the rise in late September, which is actually very unusual for this time of year. In fact, inventory is growing faster than last year at this time. This is a demand-driven slowdown because the new listing supply is still running 9 or 10% fewer new listings hitting the market each week than last year. Uh, that's fewer new sellers each week, but inventory is building as home buyers wait to see if mortgage rates will come down to make purchases more affordable. Fewer new sellers also means that inventory can't grow too much. The real trouble develops when demand drops and supply surges. There's no supply surge, but there is a notable demand drop. So consumers are very sensitive to changes in mortgage rates. And mortgage rates are still rising. Now, we can see these slowing changes build up each week. It's a pretty sharp change from what was a surprisingly strong first half of the year. And that's why at Altos Research, we track every home for sale in the country every week. We track all the pricing, all the supply and demand, and all the changes in that data so that you can immediately understand the changes that home buyers and sellers are having on the housing market. We make that data available to you before you see it in the traditional channels. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos Research. Let's look at the signals for the week of September 25, 2023. There are now 528,000 single-family homes on the market unsold. That's an increase of 1.8% from last week. Normally at this point in September, available inventory is declining slightly each week. It's late in the summer, so normally new listing volume is declining. The last uh, few sales of the peak summer season are concluding. So the fact that inventory grew by nearly 2% this week and last week is quite telling uh, for how homebuyers are reacting to the, the higher mortgage rates, the highest mortgage rates in over two decades. Uh, in this chart, each year's inventory curves, you can see that the number of homes on the market is climbing faster now than last year. The, this year's the dark red line here. Last year, the light red curve. Uh, mortgage rates continue to climb, so there's no immediate relief for homebuyers on the horizon either. At this point, it looks like we may see inventory grow through the end of October like we did last year. Uh, look at the divergence in the curves from this year, the, the dark red line, and, for example, the tan line from two years ago when we were still in the middle of the pandemic boom for housing at, and record low mortgage rates. So you could see inventory falling then and inventory climbing now. Uh, new pending sales each week continue to run 10 to 15% below last year's pace. If you follow the National Association of Realtors, when they publish their existing home sales report each month, you'll know that the most recent report last week showed a sales pace of only 4 million seasonally adjusted annual home sales. The NAR report was, was just released for August, and we can already see in the Altos data that there are no signs of improvement in the number of sales, that sales count, through September and October. Uh, the homes that are in contract now will close mostly in October. So it's not hard to imagine that next month's seasonally adjusted home sales data from NAR will come in under $4 million.
in this chart, uh, each the the bar each bar here is the total number of home sales pending in a given week. The shorter the bar, the fewer sales that are in process. The light portion of the bar is the count of new pendings each week. There are now 344,000 single-family homes in contract, so uh, those will close in the next couple of months. That's 14% fewer than last year and almost 30% fewer than September of 2021. Uh, home sales are limited by the de decrease in demand, of course, but they're also limited by the very so slow supply of new listings. Uh, you can't buy for not, what's not for sale. We've been talking all year about being supply constrained, but right now the sales are really limited from the declining demand from those still climbing mortgage rates. We can see the impact of weakening demand start to creep into the pricing indicators too. In this chart, we look at the leading indicator, which is price reductions. This is the percentage homes of homes on the market that have taken a price cut from their original list price. Uh, while for a while earlier in the year, the demand was exceeding supply in residential real estate, and you could measure that demand with price reductions. That curve was improving each week. As mortgage rates lurched over 7% to their new highs, suddenly there are fewer offers. And price reductions are climbing again. Now 37% of the market has taken a price cut. That's more than any recent year except last year at this time. Uh, price reductions are accelerating now, which bodes negatively for future transaction prices. A normal balanced market will have price reductions around 30, 35% of the homes uh, for sale with price cuts. 30, 35% is normal. So as this dark red line approaches 40%, that's a clear indicator that buyers are making fewer offers. Uh, remember that the slope of this line captures how many properties are taking price cuts that week, and that slope is increasing now. These are transactions that will happen in the future, so it implies price weakness in the fourth quarter, which you'll hear about in the headlines after the new year, because you can see it in the data now. Uh, the median price of single-family homes in the U.S. right now is $440,000. That's down 1% from last week, and it's just a tiny fraction higher than last year at this time. Uh, we can see the price uh, pressure on home prices in the last few weeks. The home prices uh, stepped downward in September for normal seasonal change every year. Uh, and you can detect strength or weakness relative to other years' changes. What we can see right now is that the year-over-year -year home price gains are just barely positive. Uh, and the, the comparison is actually getting weaker, not stronger, as the current mortgage markets uh, deteriorate a bit. So there are fewer offers and those that are happening are happening at slight discounts each week. Uh, last year at this time, there were big, big price discounts about to get applied. So our October comparisons actually might get easier, but man, I sure haven't seen any signals of price strength now. So the question is, will this Q4 be less bad than last Q4? The median price of the new listings, that's the light red line, is fractionally higher than last year at $398,500. This will be fascinating. Watch this light colored red line here over the next couple of weeks because the new listings are where you see the price weakness first. And last year they were headed lower already. We had that dramatic change in mortgage rates.
The price of the new contracts this week came in at $370,000. These are the pending sales that went into contract in a given week. Uh, prices of the homes going into contract are lower than last year by a fraction this week. Uh, and the next few weeks are going to be fascinating to watch on this stat too, because last year in the middle of September, that's when mortgage rates jumped six to six and a half to seven to seven and a half percent. By early October, any offers were being made, they were happening at notably lower price points. Last year, by the end of September, the new pending sales prices were dropping by 3% per week. And so the question is, will that happen again? Mortgage rates are higher now than they were last year. And in this chart, you can see that light red colored line here starting that big price decline, that October price decline. This was the moment that buyers reacted to those newly increased mortgage rates. So we're watching to see where the new contracts come in over the next few weeks to see if we end the year with slight gains. The macro trend in housing uh, interest rates in the Fed, for example, have not given us any real reprieve yet. So the signals as of now, as of today, are that mortgage rates are still headed higher. Uh, and we discussed last week how consumer expectations for future mortgage rates have moved higher as well. So potential home buyers are less optimistic about the future than they were at the start of the year. And that's what we're seeing in the data every week now. And I think it's important to point out that while buyer demand has backed off this fall, uh, there is still no sign of any surge in new supply coming to the market. And it can be very easy to focus on the negative buyer momentum for people on the fence buyers on the fence, they should know that while their competition is lessening, there's no sign of any flood or big supply of lots of options that, and that may be an important factor in their home buying decisions. There's so much signal in the active market conditions uh, and it changes so quickly now in this post-pandemic world. If you need to help buyers and sellers understand the housing market, help them make decisions, Go to altosresearch.com and book a free consult with our team. You can, uh, you can click on the link below in the description to uh, connect with us. And we'll help you talk about the market right now with your clients, your buyers and sellers, and prospects right now. There's that link in the description below. Click that. Join us. More next week.